Now, according to George Bush, Kim Jong-il or Kimmy Kong, Kong, Jonga, Jonga, Kong, Il... Let me say it again. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. According to George Bush, Kim Jong-il... Or Kimmy Kim Kong, Konga Jong Kong, Il Da Chill, as he's known in the North Korean rap and hip hop. Let me rock you. Let me rock you. Let me rock you. Let me rock you. Oh no, it's Monday. From Mondays.pwop.com, it's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Jeff Maciolik here in the studio with Carl, Richard Campbell, Karen Greenwald, and Mark Miller announcing show number 63. 63 fucking shows. I still don't have a company car. I'm out of here. Mondays is produced by Plop Productions, providing professional media and podcasting services. Online at www.pwop.com. And now, the man who tried to talk his way out of a parking ticket with a little green picture of George Washington, Carl Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. We're here. I'm here. Richard's here. Karen's here. Jeff. Mark Miller. What do you know, man? I'm actually officially not here today. <laughs> Put up your hand if you're not here. Yeah. I have to set up an alibi. I'm somewhere else right now, actually. Karen, did you have a microphone malfunction? Um, Karen can't manage to operate the microphone in her coffee at the same time. <laughs> I heard that. I'm trying to, I have a drinking problem. I'm trying to drink my coffee, and the microphone's in front of my face, and I can't deal with that many things There's in front of my There's a very important technique you need called moving to the left. Yeah, I yeah. know, but my coffee was on the right, and I'm not left-handed. It's all very confusing. <laughs> I'm just a girl. I don't understand that. Oh, I wish I could say that. <laughs> What a great excuse. Just a girl. I'm just a girl. I'll just send you to uh, to Norway. I think they have an uh, operation what they could perform on your car. Ah. No, I'm Gee. good. I'm good. couple of fervor That's the Gerber. last thing in the world I need. Yeah, right. You'd, what would that operation be called? An adedictomy, maybe? Oh, man. What's funny is that I've never heard that before. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Guys, does it feel like we're just like reaching for jokes today? Oh. We should call this the fuck it show. I think why? The why bother we're show. very far. Well, you know why? Because it's not, well, at least here, we're recording at a different time of the day, yeah. so we're not all punchy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Speak for yourself. We're entirely to <laughs> too sober. Exactly. Right. Usually it's 10 p.m. I've only or... been drinking since noon. It's not nearly enough time. Not enough at all. <laughs> and Karen, right after the show, you're like embarking uh, on a Thelma and Louise weekend. What's I this am, all about? I am. I leave here to get in my car to go to the Berkshires and to do a little New England fall foliage Thelma and Louise trip with my mother and my two sisters on a kind of, you know, like... I don't even know what to call it. A Thelma and Louise crazy adventure. Are your sisters married? 
Um, my sisters, yes, but my sisters aren't all sweetness and light like me. They're like, oh, yeah. they're sweetness like and light. dark, bitter women. They are, and you should, my mother is like the, the epitome of sort of like morbid sarcasm. So it's going to be like, a, 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 I don't know. I can't even tell you what it's going to be like when I, if Karen, I make it through this. Take your Karen, I can just totally you. see this now. You drive off the cliff and you're convertible and you got your arms up. Yeah. Yes. And your, your mom and your sister are like, what? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I take my movies very seriously. So I've just had to organize my whole life for to be gone for a week and my two kids and whatever. And so my husband's staying home with them. And he's such a fucking idiot. He's like, he's like, well, what, do I have to make lunch for them? <laughs> no. Yeah, they, they do like to eat midday. They like that sometimes. They get a little nauseous around two. The f- yeah, you gotta make lunch for them. Uh, what should I do? Sandwich would be good. Like, what the f- <laughs> Can you really? You really don't know how to put two pieces of bread together and put it in front of the kids. Like he's asked, so he has filled out this entire schematic of like what to do and when. You know what to? Uh, it's unbelievable. I, I'm like I re- I wash my hands of this. If they're alive and not bleeding when I come back, I'm gonna be happy. There's always <laughs> macaroni and cheese. You but know? that's the thing. I'm like it's not like I whip up, you know, cuisine for them at every meal, so it's not like brain surgery. Karen, now <laughs> you have to understand that it's a, that being loaf challenged is a very serious medical yeah, condition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, so take them to McDonald's every day of the week. They'd love you. There I you wouldn't go. care. Whatever. So anyway, you're not putting idiot. any requirements down on them here. You're just saying do something. I'm just saying keep them alive for a week. <laughs> don't, don't even have to feed them well. You don't have to take them to dance class. You don't have to take them to karate. Keep them alive for a week. <laughs> that is it. Well, you know, Karen, you can actually survive for like about ten days. And you know, scratch what? You can survive for ten days without food. He only needs to water them. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I said. Put down a couple of bowls on the they floor. Don't even need a bath. There a week is not that long. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't care. The neighbors will take pity on them at some point. I know that to be the case. Especially if they can smell them exactly. from several houses away. I just want them alive. I don't want them necessarily well cared for. And actually, you don't want them well cared for so that they'll really appreciate it when you That's come home. That's right. That is right. And you'll feel like the best mom in the world. And then his freaking... Oh, I was so mad. I thought I was going to like spit fire the other day so so i so you know that so my husband goes away all the time and leaves me for two three weeks alone with the kids and whatever i seem to manage yes exactly oh which by the way was totally ended with hotel sex which is my favorite hey favorite kind and they're always air conditioned richard but anyway so that's important (laughs) so he leaves all the time and so i don't have any help but whatever that's fine so his mother said to me oh well when you're away i'll come by and do the laundry and make sure everything's okay and take that i'm like are you fucking kidding me it's a week it's a week he doesn't even have to do anything oh my god i was like come by Jesus Christ! I was so mad, and I was like, and you know when you're so mad, you're not really speaking; you're just kind of spitting and sputtering. Oh, I was so mad. So then I called Troy, 
And I'm like, you better not have your, if I find out your mother's been here to help you out. He's like, oh, <laughs> that wasn't me. I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, my Whatever. God. You see, Richard, this is why women are so hard to understand. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah. I just don't get this perspective. <laughs> no. <laughs> Karen, so Karen you got, what are you going to do about this anger? Where does this anger come from? I, 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 <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, you got to go to a therapist or something. Get rid of that anger. Hotel, Karen, oh, and get rid of that anger. I, I noticed that you're a little bit angry. A week with my mom and my sister should take care of that right away. I'll be all set. <laughs> Woo! I'll be in such a good mood. Oh, when I Karen. come home, my, they're they're told, and I've I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I've so I have two sisters. Well, I'm totally rambling, but instead of therapy, this is what I'm doing. So <laughs> I have two we sisters. don't even charge, Doctor Jeff, <laughs> Doctor Carl, one of my Dr. sisters. Mark. Oh, and they all, by the way, Mark Miller have huge boobs because that's the whole like Manjikati thing, right? So uh, now yeah. I know why I do this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so one of my sisters is kind of normal, like more or less, right? And one of my sisters is like, like double D. Moon. No, 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 no. I'm off the boobs now. I'm just oh. normal in personality, honey. Right. She, she's it's good. I was she's lingering. Off the boobs. I, she was, I was lingering. She I was still all stuck problem. on the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have an Italian wife, too, can, so... Can Stuck someone the... peel Carl off of the boobs, please? <laughs> Get off the boobs. Come with me. Follow me off the boobs. <laughs> but one of my sisters is like, cuckoo, cuckoo. She's totally... She's alone. And she, like, shops like a crazy girl all the time so much that she actually has... <laughs> storage facilities in which she puts the things that she has bought and then when she buys new things she comes and just shifts them around storage like, facility like off like you store it kind of places yes like self-storage oh places God. because she has to contain all these things the happiest i've ever seen her in her life was when i went over her house and i was like oh that's cool that new hamper that you have in fact that looks like the one that i, I was gonna buy one similar to it and she goes oh no i got this one at this little store in new hampshire and i said oh my gosh that's the exact store that i was at in new hampshire and she goes you mean that was the same one and there's only one and i got it and you didn't <laughs> Yeah, I got it, and you didn't. <laughs> I was like, oh. okay, girl. Karen, Did you just yeah. put your dirty Karen? clothes in whatever you want, honey. You have at it with the hamper. Karen, wow. hand on your lap. Gesturing doesn't help I on a radio show except to whack <laughs> the goddamn f***ing microphone. You've been doing radio for how long, and you keep hitting the f***ing mic? Jesus Christ. I Jeff. don't want to sit across from Jeff anymore. Wow, Jeff is angry now. Jeff, Jeff do you want to f***ing go? Yeah, let's go. Come on, let's go. I'll take you down. Where's this anger coming? Come from, let's, don't, Karen, let's don't go. Mess with let's her. go out to a lithium bar. I think we need it. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, they have lithium bars. Uh, I, I could so use one in Western Mass this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, so, is that where you? Well, I, I have no idea what a lithium bar is. It sounds like someplace Carl would go for his fill up his Prius or something. <laughs> I would like to see a Prius on lithium. That would be fun. So, All right. Sounds like well, a was fun type of candy. Okay. This is an angry, angry show. This is the angry. Ew, it is. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? You're an now asshole, you Richard. You that, Richard. Yeah, Richard you know gonna... what? You don't know what you're, you're talking about. I don't know who the fuck asked him. Jesus Christ. Hey, Quit hey I, got something. I got an angry story to, to share with you guys. What? All right. Richard Campbell and I were in a uh, airport together. This better be good. And uh, we arrive God at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm going to hang out with Richard, you know, be his buddy and all, give him some moral support while he waits for his plane. And uh, uh, he gets there, he finds out that his flight was canceled. And no, 
He was, yeah, canceled, and then he was put on an earlier flight that left two or three hours earlier and not notified. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's missed his flight, and we're hanging out at the airport, like, essentially all day. Now, the angry part of the story happens a little later. You know, I have a chance to leave, but then I, you know, for the benefit of mankind uh, and the, the small compensation of a free airline ticket anywhere I want to in the United States... <laughs> I guess that might have been the real reason. Anyway, I, I, I gave up my seat so I could hang out, you know, with with Richard, you know, because he still had a flight coming out much later. And you know, I still didn't out. have a flight at that point. I wasn't knowing if I was going to get home that day. I was going to end up staying. And I had sympathy for for the uh, young lad, so I, I I hung out for a little bit, and uh, a little bit of time comes up, a spot opens up, and Richard's like, "I'm out of here. See you, Mark." <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Richard! And, and now, now, prior to all of this, I remember when Richard was going through security. You know, he had, you know, Mr. Goody Two Shoes, Richard Campbell. He's got his uh, his uh, liquids and gels all in a little Ziploc quart Ziploc bag. You know, and he's showing it to the guys. I'm like, ah, ha! I laughed at him. You know, scoffing at all <laughs> at his, you know, at his, uh, you know, attempt to follow the rules. And a little later, I go to brush my teeth. He goes, uh, you know, that's supposed to be in a quart size bag of Ziploc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, silly Richard, the rules don't f***ing apply to the millinator, all right? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, uh, okay, but that's the rules, so fine, you know, f*** you. Wait, and he so gets you guys were sharing a bedroom? What'd you say? You guys were sharing a bedroom or a bathroom? No, 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 we're just the airport. That's oh. later so, in the story. Okay. So anyway, you know, Richard abandons me. I go, you know, walking around. I got my other flight that I'm rescheduled on on a different airline, Frontier. I was on United. They moved me over to Frontier, and I'm like... Da, 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 da. I look down and I realize, oh, I don't have a seat. I need to get a seat. I go to the gate. Now, this is a small, po you know, Podunk airport we're in, in the city of Podunk. And uh, there's <laughs> there's there's nobody at the gate at Frontier. Nobody's there. They've only got one gate in the airport. So I'm like, <laughs> I've never oh, even okay. heard of Frontier. Well, I guess I'll just go out and talk to them at the ticketing agents. So I go out to the ticketing agent and, you know, they they say, oh, sorry, but, uh, you know, you've got to have this changed by United. Go down there to the booth. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll go f into the United booth. I go down there. They go, oh, no, that's fine. This is the way it works. Go back over to Frontier booth. I go, all right, fine. I'll go to the Frontier booth. <laughs> I go back and forth. I finally have the United guys out in front of the Frontier booth. Apparently, there's some war going on between American <laughs> and United, and they're not talking to each other. <laughs> I just want to get on the fucking plane. <laughs> but, Mark, you've walked back through security? Yeah. you would know. Now, you realize this now. I, yes. however, have not. So, then I'm like, fine. Fuck you. So, then I get my ticket, which... <laughs> Has the quadruple S's on it. Now I haven't had these in a while for some reason. I, you know, I used to search be... seizure suck <laughs> and, oh, and, and suck again sodomize. and sodomize. sodomize. Right. right. So I don't. I don't notice the quadruple S's either. You know, Millinator's going through, and uh, I get a, a, an orange card, and I'm like, what the. F <laughs> and, and then he's like, well, you got the four S's. I'm like, no, <laughs> not again. So, and, but now they've like upped it a level of, in terms of embarrassment, they've like got big giant orange stickers on all of my bags. <laughs> Every, everything I got goes in an orange tray just for me. I got like my, my orange star stuck to my chest as I go no. through. And the card they give me is made out of fucking solid metal. So when I walk through, it goes, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Never Everybody looks at you with your orange bouquet. I get through, and the girl, the the, the TSA girl, comes up to me, and he, she, she says, "Is that your stuff over there in the orange basket?" I'm like, "What are you 
fucking thing. <laughs> what do you fucking think? Yes, of course it's mine. <laughs> so I take off my shoes. I go through the wand. And I'm, of course, you know, jackass smartass that I am, right? You know, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think there's very much metal on me there, sir. And, uh, and you know, they we get through all of this. And I'm like being my, you know, obnoxious snarky self. Not a good idea. Yeah. And then another TSI comes up that has been going through my bag. And he's holding my fucking toothpaste up to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which Richard will testify. It has it's got to have no more than 0.6 of an ounce in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing fucking left in this toothpaste. He says, Sir, you know this is supposed to be in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm familiar with the rules. <laughs> I heard about that rule, yes. Like, over and well, over again. It was like, well, sir, you can't take this in there. Now, the other TSA agent is pissed off at me. He's like, you know, you're supposed to do that so we can look at that. If you don't do that, we can't look at that in the bag. And I'm like, ugh. Now, by the way, an observation, ever since this confiscation thing with gels and liquids, I've noticed that the complexion of the TSA agents has become a little bit shiny. <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyway, I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. Right. I didn't do it. And then uh, he's like, well, there's quart size bags you can buy out there. And I'm like, okay, so you're telling me right now, you're suggesting I now walk, now that I've passed through security, I go back out and buy a quart size plastic bag so I can bring my toothpaste with me. Oh, Which, by the way, this toothpaste is a point of contention, contention between my wife and I. She does not like my toothpaste. She hides my toothpaste from me, so I'm forced to use her toothpaste all the time, which I don't want to use. Okay? So I, I'm coveting toothpaste. my precious fucking 0.6 ounce of a toothpaste. I want to keep this toothpaste. And they're like, no, sir. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm like, look, you know, and I know there is less than three ounces of toothpaste in there. And he, genius TSA boy next points to the, to the, to the, to the ounce reading on the toothpaste tube. And he says, sir, it says here there's seven and a half ounces in this product. <laughs> I'm product. like, there's less than an ounce of that product. You can see it. He says, but we have to go by what it says on the container. So. <laughs> I th- I th- I'm like, because this- you might be violating the laws of physics. They never I'm like, know. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> and he's he's looking at me with this awkward look on his face. And I say, so I said to him, I said, I said, I can tell from the awkward look on your face that you agree. And therefore, I win the argument, and I'm going to go buy fucking toothpaste inside at the shop. So anyway, there's my angry story for you, Carl. Wow. Jesus I don't Christ. Ha- I don't have an angry story. Pansy S. Richard had the whole thing right down pat. He knew yeah, exactly what Richard's to do with like, his little I'm bag. I'm on a plane. I'm, I'm on, on a plane. plane. I'm going home. See ya. Miller's sitting in the airport for two more hours. I don't care. <laughs> well, I actually do have an airport story, um, but it's not at all angry. Shall, shall I tell it? It's actually kind of boring already. Well, it's actually things <laughs> I've learned this week, so let's just get right to it. Okay. Ah. Things I've learned this week. I've learned that my ass smells like a tender side of beef to the bomb sniffing dogs at the Logan Airport baggage claim. Yes. Ew. Nasty. Stop. I've learned that even if you state your case in a calm and rational manner, the FAA authorities can still make you drop trow in public. <laughs> One of my favorite Ooh, phrases, drop nasty. trow. I've learned that on long international flights, 
My butt gets so numb that I can't tell if I've sat on something, say, a ham sandwich, <laughs> which, <laughs> which could theoretically get wedged between my cheeks without me noticing it. Theoretically, yes. <laughs> I've actually seen that with you with that before, Carl, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> That's gross. That is gross, isn't it? Nasty. All right. I've learned that nothing brings out the best in humanity at the baggage claim like a half-eaten ham sandwich falling out of a fat guy's ass and then being ripped apart by three bloodthirsty German shepherds. (laughs) I throw up a little in my mouth. (laughs) Man. I've learned that the fine for smuggling food into the United States (laughs) on an international flight is 50,000 goddamn motherfucking cock-sucking dollars. Cock-sucking dollars. <laughs> Can I get some of those? That's a dollar I could get from Karen, couldn't he? <laughs> and no. finally... No, you couldn't. And the last thing I've learned this week, I've learned that the governor of Connecticut is an asshole. Oh, Jody Rell. That's what I've learned this week. Oh boy, we, this is, we should call this the getting getting in trouble with the government show. <laughs> it's the government watch list show. How can uh, we nice. get on it? By the way, kids, preview of upcoming Dumber Than Me. I'm gonna talk about George Bush. No preview. <laughs> spoiler! Spoiler alert! Look out! Well, Look out, kids, do, do, you do. may not millinator may drop off the face of the earth here in a little bit. Hey Jeff, right. before we get to girl, didn't. Did you find something interesting on the internet today just yeah, before you know, the show? It was it was sort of in the same international theme. Um in the in the history of Microsoft getting products stupid names, you know, it seemed like they actually had had something good for once, you know, the Zune, the which Zune. is supposed to be their their iPod killer, right? Yeah. Except that Zune in Hebrew means f- <laughs> Nice. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. This is like the second thing that they've done. Vista in Sanskrit is very close to the word for shit. So, and I'm pretty sure Windows 95 means diarrhea in uh, English. <laughs> no, I think that was I think that was Windows ME actually that meant diarrhea in English. <laughs> the uh yeah. Well, you know, it's just a typical white guy problem to have that you don't check all these other cultural references, you know. Right. Like the Nova. Yeah, yeah. Nova. it doesn't go. All right, Karen, you ready? I'm always ready. Time for girl. 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 Rig. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff's got to do backwards masking. (laughs) All right, Karen, what's up? All right. Okay. So tonight, today, (laughs) I want to talk a little bit about a show that I found myself watching in spite of myself. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. A few weeks ago, I tuned into the show called Wife Swap. Clearly. Oh, no. Clearly. Oh. Was this I on mi- Spice? I misunderstood the premise. And I, was- <laughs> <laughs> and I assumed that it would be a whole lot more steamy than it actually was. Oh. That fact aside, I found the show actually fascinating. Now, the premise of the show is that two women trade places and run each other's households for two weeks. Now, the most amazing thing is that when these women return home to their own husbands, 
no matter what kind of foul, drooling, anemic, retarded, creepy, massive stink they had for a husband. <laughs> I'm sorry, is Karen talking to me? No matter what lazy-ass, depraved, flatulent, sorry excuse, <laughs> nasty bag of crap they're married to, after two she weeks... She is talking to me. <laughs> ...away, they run to these mutants and embrace them as if they that are the only... Visible rooftop in oh. a rising tide. They cling <laughs> to these hideous, horrible men because they have now seen what is out there and they know that it just doesn't get any better. And in fact, oh. it may get worse. Now, <laughs> your blessings, honey. You, you can't blame these women because they have been stead, fed a steady diet of sitcoms where smart, hot women are paired to waste of space men. Sitcoms <laughs> like According to Everybody's Still loves Jim Standing or whatever they are. These fabrications of compensating show creators where men have to do more, no more than scratch themselves to attract models may serve the purpose of giving the average man a glimmer of hope or at least a solid <laughs> fantasy. But what are you saying, Karen, that scratching is not the international symbol for, hey, come over here, baby? Hey, baby. No, sadly, Mark, it is. All I'm saying is don't heed the call, women. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't know if the women can women... resist the call, Karen. Oh, yeah, I'm resisting, Millinator. Scratch, it, scratch, scratch. It's been made. <laughs> it has made women believe that they have no chance in hell of ever doing better than remedial schlubs. It's working, guys. Woo! All I'm saying is, ladies. I think it's a good message, actually. It is time to raise the fucking bar just a little bit. No, no, no. Okay. Cindy cannot hear this show. This cannot be the only pool that you have to choose from. Look around really hard and find yourself a standard to uphold. For the love of God. This conditioning is what makes us watch Jerry Springer on Dancing with the Stars paired with a gorgeous professional dancer knockout and think, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to stand up and say no. No, that doesn't make sense. Oh, definitely it, not letting Gretchen listen to this people one. People who look like Jerry Springer should be paired with other people who look like Jerry Springer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Show producers and creators have created a disproportionate reality and I say enough's enough. Schlubby men and hot women do not belong together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah! Ooh. No! We got something to say! <laughs> Sorry, boys! <laughs> yeah! Uh, who invited her? Dang. I okay, think that, uh, would be that you, was all Carl. an edit point. That whole <laughs> last <episode. laughs> Oh, man. We do not want that getting out. Damn. <laughs> it's all squid. You know what I'm talking about, though. Do you not know we what I'm talking do about? Oh, yes. what that, Karen, this Craziness. was my whole mantra for getting my wife. Honey, lower your expe expectations. <laughs> lower. Lower <laughs> no, the no, expectations. No, no, lower than that. See, that Still is, lower. That's okay, good. right about there. <laughs> and now lower the some more after a few years of marriage. No. Yep. Oh, my God. Well, it's time for Dumma. This is wow. where Mark Miller finds all wow. the people making wow. the news that are dumber than him. He finds that if they're also dumber than him, they're probably also dumber than you and will therefore make you feel a little bit better about yourself. You know, this is our 120th Dumber Than Me, and you'd think by 120 shows I'd get a f***ing decent intro. <laughs> no comment.
You know, is it too much to ask? Mark, your intro is the sexiest thing about you. I think you. it's the greatest. <laughs> Shut up, Karen. Ooh. <laughs> Shut up. You got one hot intro. Uh. I am on fucking strike now. I will not tell you my dumber than me. Yeah. Karen does not deserve it. Oh, I deserve it. That'll show her. But I will share with the rest of you. Because I promised earlier. Okay. I think that expensive audio equipment up your ass might not be the expensive audio equipment that we thought it was. (laughs) That's the name of the story. Okay. Nice. Unidentified thieves broke into Miss Shelley Pasternak's car on Friday and made off with two metal cases that looked just like the ones they used to carry expensive audiovisual equipment. You know what I'm talking about, Carl? Uh, expensive audiovisual equipment. I've no, seen the that cases, before. man. <laughs> <laughs> these, these cases are the same ones you see in those James Bond movies, and they uh, usually carry some some yeah. form of super weapon or the launch codes to the nuclear weapons that we currently have pointing at Kim Jong Il's palace in Northern Korea. <laughs> yeah, Kim no, Jong Il, exactly. also known as Crazy Hair to his friends. <laughs> <laughs> Is often uh. misunderstood, and he's the great leader of Northern Korea. Up to this point, Mr. Eel, also known as Great Leader, has been getting some bad press lately in parts of the world, missing out on the benefits of a close working relationship between reporters and the North Korean government agent with a gun pointed squarely at their head as they type. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Carl, Kim Jong-il has been portrayed outside his country as a power-hungry mama's boy with nuclear ambitions. Did you say nuclear? That's right, Carl. I said nuclear. (laughs) Just checking. That's what George Bush said, and so it must be true. Yeah. Now, according to George Bush, Kim Jong-il, or Kimmy Kim Kong, Konga Jong Tong, (laughs) Il De Jill, (laughs) as he's known in North Korean rap and hip-hop circles... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is a card-carrying member of the Axis of Evil. Yeah. Which, as you know, Carl, is precisely 45 degrees off from both the X and Y and Z axes. Axes. Axi. Axis. Axi. Accidentally doodah. Axi-moron. Axi Chimichanga. Axel Rose. <laughs> I'm not sure how to exactly pronounce that word. Oh, uh, well. Anyway, Kimmy Kim Kong, or Fat Boy Fat, as he's known by Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is the only heterosexual male who cuts hair at my local supercuts. <laughs> Joe says that Fat Boy Fat is his finger on the button. Joe also says that uh. Fat Boy Fat is in desperate need of conditioner. Yeah. Joe, Joe says it's North Korea's notoriously hard water that makes Fat Boy Fat's hair get so dry it stands up on end like that. <laughs> Going crazy with the blow dryer. Now I'm like, Joe, Kimmy Kong has to be using product. Palmade. Joe says, no way. Joe says he knows product. And I believe him. You know, he works at Supercuts. Hmm. And he says, you can't get hair to stand up like that and simultaneously appear so thin. Joe's like, hey, I got a TiVo and I got high def. I can stop CNN on a close-up of the fat man who can and measure scaled strand density. (laughs) Joe is apparently a little more than obsessed with hair, if you ask me. (laughs) Apparently, Joe has conducted several measurements and based on estimates of scale derived from, quote, in-frame clues. 
Joe hmm. says the great leader's strand diameter falls somewhere between 18 and 24 microns, which, as you know, Carl, is pretty damn thin for human hair. Yeah. It's pretty clear to me at this point that there's no way fat boy, fat jump back at Jack Attack Big Mac is going to use this. <laughs> it's going to be using any kind of fucking product. Then <laughs> this practically bald guy in a business suit getting a side airs cut on my left says, there's no way you can measure strand density on a shot from HDTV. Mm. He says he's got HDTV. And while picture quality is good, you can't measure the diameter of a human hair. It's simply impossible. Joe says, you probably got 480p. The bald, <laughs> the bald guy's like, what's 480p? And Joe says, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? What? And Joe and I are just laughing. Now, when I get home, I decide to figure out what this word nuclear means. After all, I heard this word emanate from the oral cavity of my personal great leader. And so it must be something special. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't find it with my first guess at how it was spelled. Maybe there are two U's in the cool, cool part of nuclear. <laughs> nope. Well, maybe there are three O's in the middle. Good guess, but nope. Well, Carl, I'm sorry to report that I was unable to find the word nuclear in any online dictionary. Mm. I've apparently misunderestimated the amountageousness of consternation, nationity, nationness <laughs> to reintelligentize myself on the interpretationalization of this wordy poo. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> apparently, nuclear is just one of those made up words, kind of like Happy Meal or McGriddle or Clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of which, that reminds me. The Bush twins are hot. Oh. <laughs> Don't you think so, Carl? Hey, uh, hey, Bush twins, if you're listening, I just want to say that, yeah, I know your dad isn't the brightest light bulb in the broken light bulb reject bin. <laughs> <laughs> Over at Ned Gator's light bulb plant located in Baldwin Hills, just south of Culver City. Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I already told you about Ned, Carl. Ned is a somewhat crazy drunk guy who can't see straight and is best known for getting a two-meter segment of rebar stuck in his head in a construction accident Ow. at his plant and living through it. <laughs> now, I don't want to go into too. a lot of detail, but I think we can safely say that gravity was not Ned's friend on that fateful day. <laughs> Ouch. Ooh. Anyway, emergency care doctors were concerned that removing the rebar carried a higher risk of causing more brain damage, so they simply clipped it neatly at both ends. Oh! oh. That's a Needless to say, Ned hasn't been the same old Ned ever since the rebar intrusion. <laughs> <laughs> after, the, after he left the hospital, Ned returned to his plant, but people say he went kind of mad. Plus, the rebar pressure forces both of his eyes to point out slightly, so you can never tell which eye is looking at you. Uh, that's, that's a little bit creepy. Uh, yeah. I know. So, oh, God. Like, looking at one eye, and then he's not looking at me. I look at the other, and he's still not fucking looking at me. Anyway, but that's my problem, I suppose. Anyway, Ned gets back to his plant, and he goes completely crazy and fires everybody. Neighborhood kids have turned Ned into kind of a modern-day boogeyman around here. They say he stays in the plan all day, and apparently you can hear his crazy yelling. The kids say he's insane, but I think Ned is simply obsessed with trying to make the perfect light bulb. Mm. Ever since that accident, whenever the millinator needs medical care, he drives way over to the valley to get it. 
the millinator is not going to turn his head and cough for the local rebar clipping idiot doctors here in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see, where was I? Uh, Bush twins. Oh, right. Hey, Bush twins. I just want to say, if you're listening to the Monday show right now, you girls are hot. (laughs) How do you like slubby men? uh, How can I put this uh, delicately or... um, uh, uh, a synaptically challenged, complete and total fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a nice way of putting it. Anyway, even though your dad just missed winning the Nobel Prizes for Literature this year, I think that the two of you and the one of me should get together for some hot bipartisan joining of the bushes. <laughs> Mark, did you have a dumber than me story? Yes, Carl. If you stop interrupting me, I'll be able to get to it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the two metal cases stolen from Miss Pasternak's car a Friday look just like those cases used to carry audiovisual equipment. Ah. Unfortunately for the unidentified robbers, the cases contained over $2,000 worth of massage oils, dildos, whips, Chinese balls, handcuffs, as well as a selection of fine vibrators and anus plugs. Ew. Yeah. What's Hold wrong on, with that? A drink. Sorry, guys. Mm, <laughs> anus plugs. Yum. Mm, anus plugs. Uh, you know, the thing that blows my mind is Chinese balls. Why do the Chinese, you know, have the, the what do they have the patent on balls? Is that the deal? Oh, no. <laughs> Clearly, no. Why can't I get some fucking German balls or some French balls? And by the way, Jeff, don't kick this out of context, all right? I don't want you to edit this. <laughs> We're um, not talking you know, about teabagging here. Have some sort of promo for the show. Mark said, why can't I get some German balls? <laughs> I need German balls. All right, we got an intro now. <laughs> We do not have an intro, Carl. (laughs) According to police spokesman Mickey Rosenfeld, quote, thieves broke into her car and apparently stole from her a caseload of vibrators. It is difficult to say the exact value of the items stolen, but obviously we're searching for these items just as with any other incident of theft. Can you imagine being this guy, Carl? You wake, you, you oh, wake up thinking, hey, it's going to be a great day. You get to work and you find out you got to brief the press on this one. <laughs> great. Damn. Yeah. Nice. Should have taken that fucking job at Carl's Jr. managing the... Never mind. All right. So, <laughs> enough about my life. Officer Rosenfeld also speculated that, quote, the thieves were likely surprised by the contents. <laughs> you think? Chinese yeah. balls? I haven't heard of too many dildo gangs over here in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Reach for the sky! Now, I have dreamt of them, but I'm pretty sure that the time I was kidnapped and held by that all-girl dildo gang, <laughs> that that was just a dream caused by some experimental drugs I got from my neighbor Jack, who runs these clinical studies over at UCLA. Uh-huh. Uh. Pretty sure it was just a dream. Anyway, Miss Pasternak says the bad guys made off with about $2,000 worth of sex toys, adding that the most valuable item was an elaborate vibrating dildo that sells for $200. Wow. Wow. wow is That's right. a, an expensive date. According yeah. to Miss Pasternak, quote, it's very unique one because it gives a very high pleasure to women. Oh, as opposed no to. No pleasure. No pleasure. <laughs> Isn't that more of a positioning issue? Karen's like thinking, she's I've been sitting in economy class all this time. <laughs> That's right. I want to know. Tell me, Mark, what do you know? What more do you know about this? This I'm, I can tell you, but this is going to have to be off the show. 
We're going to have to offline this for later. You Call know. me privately. All right. So you just made his day. Where was I? Let's, let me. I just need to put a little appointment book in my calendar here. <laughs> and explain Call to Karen. Karen about the Ass Reamer 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Okay, now that makes more sense. Miss uh. Pasternak added that she was most concerned about a book of receipts inside the case, which contained the names of customers who purchased sex toys, many of whom preferred to remain anonymous. Right. Yeah. Gee, you yeah. think? You think? Like me. <laughs> and the Bush twins. I'm sweating bullets now. The last thing I need is for my name to come out in the press and yet another latex-related scandal. <laughs> <laughs> so, police officer Rosenfeld, you press briefing, dildo value speculating, ass plug searcher, <laughs> and Kim Jong-il, you dry hair stacking, nuclear ambitioning, rap star of the people, <laughs> and George Bush, yeah. you... You! I can't say this without crying, Carl. <laughs> you, you, you word maker upper! <laughs> all three of you, you sirs, are all dumber than me! Yes! Yes, you, you are! are. <laughs> Woo! Diggy dig dang. But Bush twins, don't let this stand between a good relationship between you and me, though. That reminds me of a little tune. Yeah. All right, that's enough of that. That's a great tune. Sexy. It is a great tune. It's just sexy. Do you like the way I did the sexy guitar lines there with the. Never mind. Richard! Time yes, for Richard I. the Toy Boy! This is Richard Campbell finds the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the toys on the internet, the good toys and the bad toys. Richard Campbell. So, first toy of the day, let's start with shrinkster.com slash J A L. Juliet Alpha Lima. Yeah. And the James McAdam page. James McAdam is an artist. He's hmm. built a few devices, and I would point you to the safe bedside table. Huh. Hmm. So the safe bedside table made up of a base, a baseball bat, and a shield. Huh. What kind of shield? Well, a wooden one with handles. Oh, like a knight shield? That's yeah. like the sort of thing that'll help block bullets. So why is... I don't understand... So the idea it is that if you get woken up in the middle of the night and you hear something in your house, oh, I you have a bat and a shield you can put on. The photo of him is fabulous. If you take a look at the page there, he's got this. He looks like he just woke up and he has <laughs> a bat funny. and a shield. Yep. He's like, excuse me, sir. Uh, don't shoot me while I assemble my defensive strategy here. <laughs> I would also note that the, the shield is made of wood, which is penetrable by bullets. But not it's knives. Cherry. It's nice wood. It is cherry. You're like, yeah. You're like, don't Cherry's shoot the shield, man. So then he invites like... a hot chick over and she notices the bullet holes in his cherry night table and says, what <laughs> the hell is that? What's that about? So that's pretty cool. But, you know, um, I prefer to sleep on my luxurious and protective black velvet bed sheets made by my friends over at Medieval Collectibles. You can go over to shrinkster.com slash IAB. You'll see my black velvet bed sheet that I sleep on. This is what I use for Ooh. my defense. Miller, I was wrong. Your theme song isn't the sexiest thing about you. It's your. <laughs> I love you for your black velvet bed sheet. Oh. <laughs> so 
You can see uh, there's a picture of my luxurious black velvet bed sheet right there. Oh, With sure. The- sure, it clangs a lot when you roll over. <laughs> the sword and the shield and the mace yeah, make a little noise. They're yeah. attached with Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes a lot of noise when you wash them. And, and sex suddenly becomes a remarkably dangerous indoor sport. <laughs> Always. But when it comes to defense, nothing beats a blanket like this. Nice. Oh, yeah, baby. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Clang, clang, thud. <laughs> oh, my back. The mace is in my back. <laughs> anyway, that's what anyway. I use for defense. Uh, you know, James Madden has another nice product there. I would click on the morning message pillow. Ooh, that's a good concept. Do you like oh, that? Oh, that's neat. Yeah, <laughs> I... Although I can see a few other phrases on there, like, don't well, call me. Let me read it. It yeah. says, as you rest your head on the pillow for those valuable last few moments before the wor- you wake, the words, good morning, sweetheart, are gently pressed into your cheek. Even though you may feel tired and drowsy, your loved one can see how you feel. I want so- one that says, f*** off, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where's funny. my f***ing copy? <laughs> I have herpes. <laughs> Welcome to the world of Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to cancel an appointment I made up earlier. Hold on. <laughs> okay, it's canceled. All right. Uh, all right, you ready for another toy? Yeah. Yeah, man. Shrinkster.com slash jam. Juliet Alpha Mike. Going back to the well at Art Lebedev. Ah, uh, yes. He's got a new product because I've got my little three button jobby from him. I don't think he actually makes any of these. He just puts pictures of them on the web, doesn't he? Well, I've bought the Optimus Mini 3. I have it. I actually I have, have it. it. You have it. So this is a new one, which really makes me think the keyboard, which is what he originally came from, the Optimus keyboard, isn't working. Yeah. So this thing is actually. Uh, a matrix of four by three buttons, but it's big. It's like ten and a half inches across. Fuck you, Art Lebedev. You get me hooked with the three, and then you give me a twelve. <laughs> I'm gonna buy the twelve, and then he's gonna give me a sixteen. What is this? this? Is like crack or something, man? He's torturing you. He's working his way towards the McDonald's order machine. so the idea here is we have a matrix of buttons that have oleds so they can they're like little lcd displays that they can be changed to whatever you want and uh, in the example there's not a bad one showing color swatches although i can't imagine color matching an lcd is going to work all that well true but (laughs) it's a few more buttons it's just too big like what are you going to do with this thing yeah I don't know. Beat people with it who try to attack you at your workstation? Whopper with cheese. Whopper with cheese. And if you can't whopper with cheese, uh, whopper. Uh, Whopper? I don't even know her. There goes our Burger Burger King sponsorship, Carl. There you go. Damn that Burger King. Fucking Burger King cocksuckers. I mean, <laughs> these guys, have you ever been to a Burger King or something? You order something and they're scanning the thing in front of them that has the buttons for all the, all the guys got to do is find the Whopper button and he's stuttering. He's like, how ah. hard could that be? Actually, Carl, I confess I wrote software for that. And part of the deal was I'm randomizing the buttons each time. <laughs> <laughs> New order is placed. He's trying to make America smarter. Good job, Miller. All right, moving along. Another LCD panel in a different form. Shrinkster.com slash J-A-N. Juliet Alpha November. 
and a product called the EgoCast. That's right, boys and girls. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's a four-inch LCD panel you wear as a belt buckle. You wear over your nice. dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are here. here Watch you know, your step. Please look down. Mind the gap. <laughs> Mind the gap. Reason. See, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mind the gap. There Mind the gap. <laughs> Hilarious. So it's actually just a, an, L- uh, an LCD-based uh, video player. And you can handhold it, or you can use the attached belt clip and put it on your belt. I would take a still motion video of a belt buckle. <laughs> ah. See, Carl, what I want to do is I want to like you know do do a picture. I want to do something really gross and graphic there. I suppose you know. So, so Carl, like an that's operation a, channel. No, well, I was thinking. You know, I was thinking make the person. I was saying, this is my X-ray panel right here. You can see right through my pants. And the girl's like, Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so, just hit a button to play and, you know, see, so, here's my underwear and then another button and then, you know, <laughs> you, Mark, <laughs> I have been trying to cut in for your fucking 12 hour red. Jeff, Jeff's <laughs> having a hemorrhage. Jeff, Jeff, where's this anger coming sparks, from? He's got sparks coming out of his ears, kids. I think part of it's because I decided that it would be a good idea to close the door to the sound booth. It's about 130 degrees. Yeah, it is kind of schwitzy in here. Yeah, and, it, and the funny thing is it snowed yesterday, so. What? Wow. Where? Yeah, it's your- a fucking joke. It's a goddamn joke. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Dude. I'm sorry, Am Carl. I really not that funny? No. Angry. Yes. Yes, Very Carl. angry. We've had a breakthrough moment, everybody. See, <laughs> <laughs> it is therapy. It is here. There you go. This is what they call a breakthrough. <laughs> very <laughs> angry. Carl, the first step is admitting that you have a problem and you've done very well. <laughs> oh, man. Man. But so, it didn't really snow, right? I'm just kidding, nah. Jeff. I totally tramped on you on purpose. That was mean. Go. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. No, 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 no. It's, it's okay. My joke had died about five minutes ago. Try to resurrect it. That always works really well, Jeff, when you try to resurrect a dead joke. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try anyway, though, Carl, because, you know, you were saying you wanted to put a still motion video on the belt buckle. Is that as opposed to a moving motion video? What? Well, seriously, what the fuck is a still motion video? Uh, yeah, you should have left that dead right there. You should have <laughs> just left it dead, Jeff. Isn't what? that a phrase? Isn't that a real phrase? Still motion video? I joke if rendering that not funny. I, that- I don't. I don't. <laughs> Jeff, if you see a it's joke and funny. it smells like it's dead, it's dead. Just walk away. <laughs> Just walk away from it. Just leave it there. No man. mouth to mouth. No, no paddles. Uh, don't give it the paddles. Just. Just like, like, but I found a joke on the side of the road. Look, yeah, it's right I'm not going to let you die. You know what would be really, really cool to put on this belt buckle would be just a pair of eyes that look left and right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they shift left, they shift right, they blink and put it in a loop. How about an, how about an eye on the end of a shaft that looks left and right? Oh. Uh. So Dude, that would be funnier, actually, like Ubi. You were angry, man. Angry. angry. Hey, do you guys know Ubi? Ubi? Ubi. I know Ubi. Ubi like me. No, Ubi is a show where the- Put where your fucking hand on your lap I before you- I can't talk if my hands are on my lap. She's Italian. <laughs> All right. So, no. All right. You so, put, I, I will has, watch you just. Why are you telling here. her to put her hands in her lap, Jeff? What's going on with <laughs> oh, that? Oh, yeah. My hands are in my take lap, a, Take a while, I guess, there, Mark. What do you want me to do now? Well, um, uh, actually, we're doing a scientific whoa. study on the uh, what it sounds like to perform oral sex, Karen. And <laughs> we were, oral sex? 
<laughs> yes, we were hoping that I don't you think could. I've ever had that. That's why the microphone's right there in front of you, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping that. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh Karen, man, Richard, this is the funniest bit on Mondays. Man. Time, Absolutely. My mother and my sisters and I um, had a oh. had a banana eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> For Hold on just a minute. Hold on, I'll take up my pants just a minute. <laughs> it was okay, very I'm ready. funny. Was it on a plane by any chance? Uh, no, it was you know, around my kitchen table in front of a lot of people. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> this is like that's just that sort of happens at your place. Wrong. It, it really does. Well, what? there. Carl, was... would it be wrong to do Karen and her mother and her sister at the same time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very wrong. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. I won't, I won't, I won't bring that up until like, a little later in the I, relationship. I did not have sexual relations with that banana. <laughs> and, and its mother. Wait, do we have Bill Clinton in the, in, the, uh, in the studio? Did he just walk in? He did. All right. Uh... I'm glad he's got good things to do with his life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry to know what Man, that was. All right, Richard, oh, what's next? Richard, help us. Help okay, us. let's just Take move away, right along boy. here. I think I need a Japanese USB toy, so I'll deliver one to you at shrinkster.com slash J-A-O. Julia Alpha Oscar. Should have been J-A-P. Should have just done uh, one more and then... Uh, 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 nice. <laughs> but this is a useful device from Rare Mono, the guys who make the really weird stuff. It's a wall plug with a couple of USB jacks on it for huh. recharging USB charged devices. Ah. So you don't Clever. have to plug it into your computer to charge it. You can just plug it into the wall. That's you could probably use it for those USB fans, USB coffee warmers, USB, USB lights. USB hand warmers. Yeah. USB, USB foot warmers. Guns. I don't get this USB, this powered by USB, USB only. Why don't you just plug it into the freaking wall? Why, why involve USB at all? Well, because then you need a wall wart, and this is a universal wall wart for all USB chargeable devices. It is a wall wart. Yes, I know. Yeah, it's just a five. You know wall what, wart. Richard? I I want you know the with USB becoming so popular, the plug is the the regular outlet's kind of becoming outdated. I would like a version of this, a USB charger that just has a USB plug to get its power source from. <laughs> Where were we? We were at Somewhere Hobbs. scary. Oh, I was going to give you another USB device. Yes. Shrinkster.com slash J-A-P. Is it Japanese? Please, please be Japanese. It's not. Juliet <laughs> Alpha Papa and the product called The Device. Oh. Patented process indicating apparatus. This sounds like something I need, a device. Yes. It's a wooden structure with two needle gauges, a glowy tubey thing, and a red light. And a USB plug. It indicates things. It indicates. indicates things. And there is software included with it that allows you to indicate things. Thing. And they give you some suggestions of things you might indicate. <laughs> uh, some of my favorites, therapeutic, uh, electrotherapeutic shock intensity. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. The current GDP of Uzbekistan. Nice. I like that one a lot. Nice. Cooking time for your Thanksgiving turkey. Uh, how, how much, uh, Richard? Not for sale. This is a prototype. So will it actually ever be sold? Only if enough people respond to it and say, oh, please. I think the test tube really adds credibility in the yeah, front. absolutely. Yes, and it, and that glows at different levels. So. And it, it's probably one of those, you know, in case of emergencies, like the federal marshals are breaking in, you just pop the cork and, you know, consume whatever's in there. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea, Mark. No? Okay. <laughs> no, I don't think so. See, yeah, what's in there is actually a solid that looks like a liquid, so it's going to be tough. I like the red <laughs> button, too. The red light is important. It's like the, oh, is it a button or a light? It's a light. I thought it was an, oh, my freaking God button, but. <laughs> I think we need to get Mark an, oh, my freaking God red button. 
I got one of those actually. And the in the fact it says the device really has a function, and the second question is oh. <laughs> yes. That's why, yes. Frequently asked question is oh. That's oh? very funny. Oh really? Oh really? So I interesting item for the desk. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, I, I'll get away from the USB devices because I had a little genre that I've been saving up to close out the show with. R- Richard? Yeah. Genre has no D. Sorry, it's a Canadian thing. Oh. Genre. Really? Isn't it like Chandra Arms you know, or something like that? I think it's like just that? that actually Richard really likes the Chandra um, X-ray observatory is really what it is. Isn't huh. that Chandra? I think it's an old girlfriend's name, Chandra, and he hasn't gotten over her yet. <laughs> I had a friend named Chandra, the stripper in L.A. I told you that whole story. That's what I'm saying. Well, Carl, I guess that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark's got to go take care of a few things. Yeah, well, busy. Busy now. Okay. All right. I'm going to calm you all down. Chandra. Okay. Take you into a group of toys. <laughs> nice. Well, well done. Hey, Richard, you could take control of your show, you know. You're part of the show. Yeah. You know, exercise a little more, you know, manliness, unlike when you left me in that uh, airport by myself to fend for myself that with was TSA very agents yeah. crawling no, up my yeah. ass. And, and I feel sorry about a lot. You know, you, I would never have allowed you to go back through security. I would have tackled you to the ground. <laughs> I was just thinking, I should have done this when I was sitting with Richard. He could have watched my backpack, held onto my toothpaste tightly. That's right. I did not think you that could I have would... gone out naked. It would have been so much easier. All yeah, right, let's get to the product. Shrinkshirt.com slash JAQ, Juliet Alpha Quebec. And the site, Super Size World. Super and the size collection world. of products, the Personal Hygiene Line. <laughs> the Let's bottom start buddy. with the bottom buddy. Oh my god, the self wipe. Bottom buddy. <gasps> the bottom buddy. Portable Click urinals. Sometimes you need assistance reaching hard to reach areas Ew. on your body. And after and reaching after using the toilet is one of the most sensitive. That's right, kids. It's an arm extension for toilet paper. Oh, oh my ah. god. Isn't this fabulous? Uh, I like the self-wipe. Is that some sort of rotating motorized thing? No, um, no. It's just a, so is this, just a gripper for holding on to the napkin in question. This is if you're too fat to reach your ass, basically. S- yes. Ew. It's the bottom, buddy. <laughs> I, well, do they have a pro version Ew. that's motorized? Well, <laughs> there is another model called the self-wipe. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. The self-wipe. Richard. Is that motorized? Not motorized. So is, not and, my scene. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's opportunity here. That's all I'm saying. I hate poop issues. So the 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 all toilet theme I'm taking you to is going to distress you. I, I, I'm going to throw Great. up in my mouth a little bit. Great. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, then I mean, next up is the portable urinals, but let's just move on, please, please. All right. I'm begging you. <laughs> something else, something a little less. You know, still in theme, but not quite so gooey. Okay. That'd be good. Shrinkster.com slash J-A-R, Juliet Alpha Romeo. Okay. So can you imagine the patent clerk's look yeah. on his face when he sees oh, yeah. the application <laughs> to the beautiful. bottom, buddy? I'm just seriously hoping that there's nothing like a 200 PSI bidet or anything involved. Nah, in this. I wouldn't do that to you. The Come bottom, on. The bottom buddy is the name of a bar. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't want to talk about that right now, Karen. Yeah. Okay. Now this is Let's, actually pretty cool, Richard. The we're talking about the potty putter. Where are we? I missed the URL. What is it, man? J A R. J A R. What's that? The potty we're going putter. Going to the potty putter. So what is it? 
It's a little green that sits around your toilet oh, and a little cute. with a hole in it and some golf balls and a little putter. And you can practice putting oh my while God. you're on the camp. Oh, no. <laughs> See? Comes with a do not disturb sign for your practice sessions. Yeah, oh, yeah. Richard, what happens if you shoot the ball too far? How do you go get it? You well, don't. You, know, you don't. You leave a trail. There's you a don't. Leash. You don't. Yeah, boy. Richard Campbell. <laughs> Karen, can you imagine that? Ah, Mark. Richard, stop, guys. Karen, you're halfway through. Okay. You got a good shot. The balls are la, out of reach. La, what do you do? What do you, Karen, do? You know, I know you're the kind of girl who likes to finish when you start, but no. your ball's on the other side of the room. Listening to you got to bend over and waddle, I suppose. Richard. <laughs> All right, moving on. I got a toy just for Karen because I've been thinking of her. And I know she's going on a trip and she needs some help. It's so a Trixer. two hundred dollar dildo. Yes, thank you so much. My two hundred dollar accessory has come. Well, this is actually a seventy dollar <laughs> accessory. The bumper dumper. The bumper dumper. <laughs> That's right. It's a toilet that snaps onto the bumper of your car. Now, why? <laughs> so it won't move away? What? What's? No, it's just so that oh, it's stabilized it. when you're sitting down. I get it. You know what happened to me the other day? So although I have poop issues, I have no pee issues, and I will pee anywhere. So I had to. <laughs> so oh, that's that great. Poop smells funny. Well, <laughs> yeah, excuse me. No, you know, I, well, because I go camping. Well, the other day I had to go, and my husband's driving, and we're in the car. And I really had to pee, but there wasn't a stop. So anyway, I get out and I pee on the side of the road, which is okay because I do it all the time, except for that like a good Samaritan van pulls in behind oh. our car. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that we're broken down Can and I shines help? its lights right on me, to which I just kind of sheepishly wave. Because <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> and then they just... Politely steer away. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was pretty funny. My husband was so proud. You should have asked him for toilet paper. <laughs> I need toilet paper. Do you have a square <laughs> to spare? <laughs> hey, Richard. Yes. I'm looking at this picture of the toilet seat on the back of the car uh, with the toilet paper next to it, and maybe I'm not understanding how this thing is supposed to work. Where is the seat belt? <laughs> yeah, what if your husband drives away while you're sitting on it? That's going to be exciting. It's not look very safe. Because the no. way I'd use this is I'd have my wife drive me up and down the neighborhood. I, I think the answer is to put wheels on the bottom. And then nice. it doesn't matter if they drive away. You're, you know, you got a seatbelt, you got wheels. Wait, is I, it? It looks like it's no suspended motor. in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the good part. All right, next. Final toy. And this one I saved up for you. Shrinkster.com slash J-A-T, Juliet Alpha Tango, and the fine folks at Great John Toilet. Oh, wow. And what do they make? They make a double-sized toilet. Oh, oh double-wide, Karen. Double-wide, yeah. double-long. Oh. Right. Look at how wide the base is, even. Well, I would suggest you click on the link, see the difference. Yeah, now that's a scary picture, see the difference. <laughs> Finally, I can go to Jose's all-you-can-eat burrito shop now. And, it's the outline of worry. an enormous ass sitting on from below, <laughs> sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I just don't want to see that. Ceramic <laughs> tested to 2,000 pounds. Oh. 2,000 pounds? Oh. Jesus Christ. Well, it's a shock stress, right? Oh my God! Look at this. See the difference. What is I this outline supposed to be? <laughs> thrown up in her mouth. She's having some issues in there. Rich. 
Richard, I think you win the prize for the most disgusting toy on Mondays. <laughs> Very yucky. And useful at the same time. Yes, sir. Oh, boy. And that's you a show. You, are grosser than me. Grosser than go. everybody. Yeah. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Karen's got a, a wild weekend uh, with... I'm off. She's got to go. Have a good one. I'm going over a cliff. Bye-bye, baby. If you see James Taylor, say hi for me. I will. And Carly. <laughs> All right. We'll probably be back next week, but we don't know. We don't know. Because that's just the way it goes. All right, guys. Have a good week. Drive safe. Don't take any wooden nickels. <laughs> drive safely, but don't pee and drive at the same time. Definitely don't pee and drive <laughs> at the same time. <laughs>